here. His name is Sarosh, and Sarosh works with me in my team um, in Microsoft, and he's the he's uh, the product manager for the product I work on. So, hi Sarosh, welcome to the podcast. And hi, maybe uh, you can give a small introduction. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Tane. Uh, yep, my name is Mohammad Sarosh. I am a PM at uh, Microsoft, working on Outlook, like Tane mentioned. Uh, been with Microsoft for three years. Um, I have worked on a couple of products in Microsoft. Uh, started off with the Groups platform. Uh, it's it's a platform which powers a lot of your M365 apps, and recently moved to the uh, Outlook on the mobile web product. So handling a few initiatives there. That's been my journey at Microsoft. This I have been a PM only at Microsoft. Before that, I I was an engineer at Cisco. I've done my MBA. Um, so yeah, that's about me. That's great. Uh, when you say recently, how recently is that transition, Sarosh? You joined before me, right? Yes, it's been uh, I think I think one and a half years and on Minova now. Yeah. Oh, one and a half years. Yes. Good time. It has. Uh, it's it's gone by very quickly, so that's why I call it recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we work together, and this thing I come to know today on on a live podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Saroj, this is an interesting question which we have. This is uh, on my AMA number one and eighty-six. It asks uh, Yash Nagra has this question, and he asks how to become a product man- manager. and he has a condition also how to become a product manager at big tech companies okay and mm-hmm. i saw you wrote a blog recently around being product mm-hmm. manager at at the tech companies at scale and that was very well received on linkedin as well i thought why not uh, you know talk about this this time and also d- discuss uh, how engineers or how people who are working uh, who are studying right now can aim to become mm-hmm. Good, good product managers at at these tech companies. But this is a very, very different kind of question. I generally get questions around React versus Vue, or this versus yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> this question I needed, <laughs> I needed a lot of help. So thank you for coming onto the show, and I am opening the question for you: How to become a product manager at big tech companies? What are your thoughts? Yeah, thanks, Tane. Um, a great question. I get asked this question a lot, actually, and uh, I'll be surprised to know it's it's from all all range, a wide range of people ask me, like students who are still doing engineering in probably the first or second year, all the way up to seasoned developers uh, and PMs also in different companies and startups. I think a lot of people have this question of how do you become a PM at a, a large tech company? Um, I'm looking at companies like the Microsoft, Google, Apple. Facebook, Netflix, and these kind of uh, companies. So I, I think, uh, uh, having written the article, I've, I've actually uh, thought a little bit about this. There are essentially like three ways in which you can uh, uh, join as a PM in any of these large companies. Uh, the first one is uh, you join these companies as a developer, and then you make a career switch towards product management. Uh, the good thing about these large companies, uh, large tech companies, is that they all have very Uh, employee friendly policies on uh, um allowing you to explore what you uh, really like to do and uh, a switch from dev to pm is not very uncommon in companies like microsoft i have personally seen um uh, at least 4 to 5 developers move towards pm roles so that's one path uh, you can you can oh, join these companies as a that's amazing i mean if you can move very easily inside these big companies that's 
that opens a great career switch path for a lot of people isn't it absolutely and i think it's the most um, organic way as well right it's the it's kind of the path of least resistance uh, you you get to get hands on pm experience and your company is investing in turning you into a pm so it's it's probably the easiest way to do it as well um so you you can you can join as a dev and uh, move towards pm i'll talk a little bit wow. more about how how you do that uh, maybe sure, uh, sure, double sure. down into that the second the second way um, really is to uh, be a pm at at a startup or probably even have some sort of an entrepreneurial journey uh, where you've led something uh, something small taken it to a scale and then try to become a pm at a at large company so the thing with being a pm at large companies is uh, the problem is that there's just a huge supply of uh, people who are wanting to be pms and therefore when you go in for job interviews um, there are lots of diverse people who are coming in and uh, mm-hmm. therefore any sort of existing product or product related experience at a startup or a smaller company uh, where you've worn diverse hats done a lot of different things and shown a lot of impact towards the company that really matters uh, the good thing also is that a lot of big companies are now starting to hire different kinds of pms right uh, we traditionally used to hire only those pms who worked in very similar roles but now i think companies like microsoft and even google are open to hiring pms who have been more marketing uh, focused Uh, or even more uh, legal focused and uh, uh, different domains like that so if you have an experience in those domains uh, make sure you have uh, a slightly diverse profile and then feel free to apply to uh, the big companies watch out for openings and then uh, just get into your walk in interviews that would be the second path and the third path um, probably the path of highest resistance is to do an mba from a tier 1 college and then get through uh, the campus placements uh, and join uh, join the big companies as an entry level or a, probably even a mid mid level uh, pm uh, this obviously wow, has a lot of investment that's that's a lot <laughs> all i mean because you know how people think they think that once you go to mba and i'm sure when you're talking about tier 1 you're talking about the iims here they think that that's the easiest uh-huh. part to get something in in the world right as soon as you crack cat and you go to iim whatever you want you can you can have your pick of the day but when you are saying that's the most difficult or that's the you know resistant path it just opens up mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, possibilities in my brain to talk about but yeah let's go ahead so sure i'm sorry to cut you off but that was a really lol worthy moment there <laughs> no i i am calling it the path of higher citizens uh, simply because if you are already an engineer uh, and i'm assuming you're a computer science engineer i'm assuming uh, uh, the person who's asking this question is into computer science uh, i think it's a lot easier for you to join a dev, join as a developer and then move to pm uh, as opposed to let, let's let's be fair right cracking cat itself and then getting into iim that itself is going to take off uh, a couple of years of your uh, uh, of your uh, prime uh, you know prime age where you could probably be working at uh, another company uh, and it's not easy as well as there's, there's a large amount of luck involved in in cracking uh, these competitive exams and getting into top tier uh, colleges and like like i said once you get into these colleges as well uh, there's no guarantee you're going to get placed into any of these uh, large companies um so yeah it is the uh, path of highest resistance but uh, I, i would just say that the intake of pms i think that a uh, company like like a company like microsoft is doing today in india has increased from i am i think simply because uh, they're looking for bright students and it's just easy for the company to hire from there uh, but if you are an engineer uh, studying in a, in uh, still studying in an engineering college i think 
it's it's a it's a roundabout fashion to basically you know um do an mba uh, then come back to pm as opposed to probably the direct path uh, which is to join as a dev and then transition to pm of course you'll have to you'll have to reskill yourself to be a pm and uh, i think there's a lot of content available uh, a lot of resource available that you can actually study up and uh, uh, get that perspective of pm but i think the first option would be the uh best one and i think and the other advantage about that is really that uh, um i i don't know who who is this person who's asking but uh, you need to be very very conscious of making this shift uh, simply because once you go become a pm it's a lot harder for you, for you to come back to become a developer uh, you'll actually see a lot more people moving from dev to pm uh, than pm to dev uh, if you because once you lose touch with coding and and engineering as such uh, it's a little hard for you to come back to it Um, so you you have to be very very conscious uh, of the reasons why you think you want to be a PM. In fact, when people walk up to me and ask me, uh, tell me that they want to be a PM, I really I really double down into why they think they want to be a PM. Um, it could be you know a lot of different reasons, right? Uh, some people might just think that you're probably getting paid more, uh, which is not true. Uh, I think there are uh, some people <laughs> might think there's a good better career path as well. which again is not true i think a lot of these big companies have well defined career paths for both engineers and pms uh, they pay engineers and pms again it depends on what value you're paying it's not about the the designation you have so if these are the reasons why you want to be a pm then you'll have to you'll have to really rethink uh, those are not the reasons to be pm Now, Sarush, again I, some people i have two, two questions for you here uh-huh. uh, i'm sorry to cut you off dude there <laughs> there, no there are two questions which i have uh, and we'll come we'll talk about both of them one question which i have from now is then what what is the right reason to want to become a pm that's the first question and the second question which i want you to answer first is uh, you were ta- mm. talking about you know uh, startup guy or working in a startup in a pm role mm. scaling it up and then you talked mm. about getting into iims and the big big Uh, mm-hmm. you know colleges and then coming from there suppose this is an hypothetical situation suppose you have two resumes one from a, a reputed college i am other for from a guy who has done some startups or uh, he has uh, scaled a product he has worked on a product mm. hello hello Yeah, so who would you choose? That's the question. Right. So the options are between someone who's just coming out from an IIM and someone who's actually got the experience of uh, working in a startup, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, um, I think tough question. Obviously, there's there's a lot more that goes into um, this than just these two uh, things. But I, if everything else is probably equal, I think we'll obviously uh, have a bias towards someone who's who's actually done the the work before. So. uh within from an iim what you the guarantee you kind of getting is just that you're getting a smart person uh but not necessarily mm-hmm. a great fit for the company whereas with someone who's actually done the work already you kind of know that uh this person's going to be a better better suit so i think that is mm-hmm. more likely to happen mm-hmm. wow that that's that's impressive actually uh that's that's not the answer i was hoping for so great thank you uh and now <laughs> now the first question which i asked and which i said let's answer that second one what is the what are the right reasons to become a product manager sarosh yeah the the real right reasons i think for you to be 
manager is uh, if you if you are interested in a product and its business uh, more than uh, pure tech of the product itself then i think you are have you have basically an inclination towards being a, a product manager if uh, solving customer problems uh, is what excites you primarily and uh, you want to have a larger holistic picture of of the product the business uh, the strategy of the company then i think uh, it's the, these are probably the right reasons for you to become a, a pm yeah mm-hmm. right that that makes sense so if you want to do more top level approach then get into product management like i i remember i was talking to abhinav in in a previous podcast and he was talking about why he got into ux and he's a great ux engineer by the way so uh, not engineer he is a ux guy so mm-hmm. he told me the same thing that he wanted to have a more uh, up, uh, you know more hands on approach on designing the overall user experience uh, than you know actually coding it he got more kick out of it mm. and that's why he he went into ux and he's a computer science engineer turned into a ux developer so same with you you are a computer science guy turned into uh, a product manager so that's that sounds really nice yeah if, now uh, yeah so there are th- <laughs> the three things which we talked about sarosh is uh, one either go to an mba college or two if you are a right. dev turn into this or c uh, you go into a startup get some product experience now one question which i have might not be a lot relevant is suppose i am in an engineering college or i have a year of year long of time but i don't have a startup product to you know not everybody has a startup product to do or not everyone can get into say microsoft as a dev and then transform as a pm as well like getting into these big tech companies as a mm-hmm. dev itself is a very uh, big hurdle right i mean a bar is very high actually yeah. so so suppose i want to self train myself and uh, create like I'll give you an example. We are doing this job challenge, right? Where if you create five projects and do some blocks, you can get a job offer from somewhere. How to make a portfolio mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, for a product manager role or a product uh, person role? Do you have some ideas around that also, or am I just, you know, shooting in the dark here? Correct me. No, that's 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 a good question, right? Um, uh, so like how a github repo for an engineer or a yeah, um, yeah, i don't know where where the ux people put their uh, put their artifacts uh, a portfolio Ribble. basically <laughs> okay yeah a portfolio for the ux i think for a yeah. pm the portfolio is uh, sadly not a repository it's actually your your list of um, the products that you've launched so mm-hmm. if you're looking to build a resume of of uh, of products that showcase your pm talent you would want to have at least taken something to market uh it doesn't mm. have to be a large product right it doesn't have to be something which made the news or with a million users it could be a small product that you even launched for your neighborhood uh but if you have taken an idea which which was a prototype um and you know you you made a, a tech product out of it and if you were actually able to take it to market that that second step of going to market with the product is what we are looking for uh, uh from a pm uh, so if you have that on your resume real examples of um shipping the product and actually getting users and then gaining some experience and learnings out of it then that will help in uh, building your portfolio oh that's nice uh basically they can use something like product hunt to release the product is is, is that counted yeah i think product hunt is a good place um uh, i i guess what is what what is eventually going to happen is you 
i'm actually asking you to become a little bit of an entrepreneur um, actually get invested in the product uh, take it out uh probably even get on kickstarter or something if you've got some sort of a funding and you know it becomes starts to get really real then that's the mm. best uh but uh, the 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 goal really is that you want to take it out to market the problem with with just oh. making things like a business plan or a strategy is that uh, they are not very tangible like i can make a business plan sitting here for say spotify is next at next venture uh but mm. and it it might really be thorough and i can put it on my resume but unless i've actually executed on that plan uh nobody is really going to value it uh, a lot so coming from that point of view it really helps if you've taken things uh, out there it also makes it very difficult no sarosh i mean just thinking out loud here if you think about a designer he can get a freelance work or even if he's not getting a freelance work he can design few things and put it on figma or dribble and you know talk about it um uh, developers definitely open source github and all all mm-hmm. kinds of things they can do and they can launch their own product but a product manager needs a uh, uh, needs to be a part time developer a part time ux person to actually launch mm-hmm. a product or have to have a team right uh, you're yes. getting my my point right it's difficult for the pms to showcase their work because pms Absolutely. depend more on team work yeah yeah you have Absolutely. any pointers on that sarosh yeah see that's the thing right so uh, for a, for a developer the artifact the the deliverable that you have is the actual code uh for a ux designer the the artifact is is the the sketch file or the actual mocks there is no real artifact for a pm a pm does not really of course pms write specs uh but i can't objectively look at a spec and say this is a great spec or this is a bad spec of course if you're following some frameworks if you are if you're uh, you know if you have good structure those are all qualities of a good spec but i cannot look at a spec and say that this product is going to be successful or not um so that is why what really matters is is the actual execution of it and 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 pming is not really a science it's it's a bit of a, of an art and it's there's more art than science i would say uh which is why it's it's different and it's hard for you to you know objectively create some artifacts and say that this is going to be uh, this is going to tell how good of a pm i am that's that's great so one thing which i always think about these things i mean now when uh, even now when i'm thinking about it is something like wherein you have um, uh, you 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 go and find your team you know like if someone is working for an ngo or or a nonprofit or these places you can go and find your uh, product saying that hey i think we have a uh, few developers online few ux engineers online and go and help them think about a product you know write spec about their product is that what do you know about these things are these things happening in the in the pm world like are people collaborating on this yeah i yeah i think good question i i'm i'm not aware of like uh so here's the thing right when when people get together to as freelancers to bond and you know just like solve a solve a project you don't normally mm. like put out a, a a hiring ad for a pm you don't normally say that okay we we are five developers it's time to get the pm now to help us work right <laughs> you usually one of the engineer just doubles up as a pm or takes the lead in you know uh, uh doing the program management part of the pm work mm. uh but mm. uh, but i'm uh, so i'm not very familiar with this part of the of the world but yes if you if you are interested in co- in contributing as a pm you should definitely look to approach 
um, a bunch of engineers trying to solve a problem and try to bring those new perspectives that you want as a PM, right? So it's very. Uh, this is what I say, right? Even I think we spoken in in our uh, previous live session. An engineer is focused on solving a problem technically. They're focusing on on the technical wonders and what's the architecture of the product going to look like. But a PM mm-hmm. is is more of a is is more of a coach. Uh, that's what I believe yep. in, right? A PM is it, yep. there is this talk about how PM is the CEO of a product. I don't believe in that CEO nonsense. I think I believe more of uh, the PM is the coach. So if you are as a PM able to give direction to the engineers uh, to make sure that they are maximizing their output, then you are being yep. a good PM. So that's that's yep. what you have to try think, and do. I think the engineers talk to talk to machines. The UX talks to user, and the product guy talks to everyone, right? Yes. <laughs> Nice quote. So, yeah, uh, that brings us to uh, the closure of this section. I really uh-huh. like talking about it, but I'm thinking of doing one more section, Sarosh, around, uh, yep. you know, around. Oh my God! I just lost it. <laughs> I was thinking of something. Let's close this section, and then we would uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll discuss about other section if we can if you want to do it do it again. Thank you for this section. Um, 